Welcome to That's Joy, the podcast. I'm your host, Cece Calbanero, and I'll be sharing stories of miracles, God moments, and unpacking the truth behind what joy truly means. My friend, when God gives you a direct call on your life, be sure to answer it. Here's to answering my call together. Hello and welcome back to That's Joy, the podcast. I am so excited to be here today because one, we got a special guest in the house. Two, we are in a studio looking moment. We're not in my apartment. Shout out to anybody watching on YouTube. Um, And three, we're sharing some big news in our lives. And I know you plugged in because you probably saw on social or maybe you're new here, Um, but fiance that's wild hello hello show the camera the ring yeah baby <laughs> there she is wow we can't hit a zoom on it but i know we can't we can't reach you get, yeah that's you could you of it. pause and zoom in on your computer or go to instagram <laughs> there we the go pictures. go to instagram um for the people in case they don't know who in the world is jonathan lutz hmm Good question. Hit it. <laughs> oh, goodness. Where do we start with this? Um, first thing I would say, who's Jonathan Lutz? I'm just a good old Southern boy. Yeah, you are. Not from California, that's for sure. For you uh, people listening who don't know, CeCe's from California. I'm from Tennessee, and I obviously have the accent of a Tennessean. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm just a, a guy from Tennessee. I'm an online nutrition fitness coach. I am a Christian. I am a Fiance to Cece Colbanero, future Cece Lutz. Wild. Wow. Heard it Uh, here first. Heard it here first. Well, probably not, but... Um, yeah, other than that, what, what else do we need to know about me? What? No, that's good. I know you shared this. So for those of y'all who may not know yet too, Jonathan is a two-time guest. We've only had about two different two-time guests. And so this is your second time on That's Joy. Wow. What an honor. I'm sorry for everybody watching. We are holding our mics here, which I'm not used to. So I'm very awkward. Oh. Had to get that out of the way. You're not awkward. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That was awkward. (laughs) Um, for those of y'all who are listening right now, Jonathan actually was on episode 25 of that show, the podcast. And on that specific episode, I highly recommend you go plug into that because he gives a lot of value to what he spoke about, what he gets to do. Um, but this episode is like an us episode, a very first like us episode. So, um, just the quick version, um, for those peeps, but when and how did you find God? Just give them a little background on that. Oh, goodness. So that's kind of a loaded question. I grew up in the church. My parents were missionaries before I was burnt, born. Burn? What is that? <laughs> I get on a mic and I can't talk. I also have my own podcast, so I'm not not used to talking on here, just not used to conversating this closely with somebody. About Literally. So we we're like so right close. beside each other and holding the mic and everything. So this is kind of different. Um, but I was not born yet. My parents were missionaries. I came into the world and was under a house of amazing Christian people. So if you know my parents, you know that they are amazing people. My mom is the most loving person you ever meet. She is the angel of my heart other than Cece. <laughs> yeah. But literally, she's the most amazing person ever. I grew up in an amazing household um, and in an amazing church. Um, 
other than that, the the other side of the story was um, really when I got into, I would say like my sophomore year of high school is really when I started to lean into my faith a little bit more. I was always the the guy who was like lenient to, to get in trouble. I was I never ran away from the church or anything. Um, even growing up when I was in elementary school, I went to, to church camp. I was never really part of a youth group. Um, but going into high school, I got into like self-development and things of that nature. And that also led me deeper into my faith as well, which is another story in itself. I, that's something I talk about a ton is just the connection between self-help, fitness, health in general, your relationship with God, all that. That's another conversation. But um, yeah, yeah, that's what led me into it even deeper. Fast forward, I was playing football in college, um, found an amazing church there in the middle of Kentucky. We were super blessed, like an amazing church. I haven't really talked much about that. Cece doesn't even know that much about that. But about what? um, My my church in college. So it's like miniature belonging. If you are listening, you know who belonging is. It's like worship is amazing pastors are young and like just you connect with them right so I had that in college at a small uh, a small church in the middle of Kentucky which was really cool Um, but after college and transitioning out of that I came to Nashville found belonging which is where we go to church which is where we met um, and is yeah that's the story of my faith and obviously as you get older you start to dive into like more in-depth questions about your faith. You start asking questions, learning more. I'm in an amazing men's group. Um, Really cool story. Actually, I met a guy in, essentially, this is a short story. I met a guy in a coffee shop. I was listening to him talk to a book editor about a book he was writing. I asked to get on his newsletter so I could buy his book. He invited me to a Bible study and I've been going every single week since. And that was about a year and a half ago. So amazing group of guys. My Really, right now, my my best friends, um, it come from that group. It was a really cool God moment. But yeah, that's a story. Come on, I that was so good. Way to do like a little what, like a three minute moment. I it's so funny because I get the opportunity to ask that question a lot to guests. But um, there are a couple moments where I have the honor of being on other people's podcasts, and when they ask the question of like, "Who are you?" I'm like. Eh, eh, the older you get, the question. heftier that question becomes, I feel. so. Yeah, and it's like, how do I answer that? Like, who am I in my career, in my yeah, like, relationship? Yeah. It's like, what am I? What are we talking about here? But No, that's good. That was so good. Um, so that is Jonathan Lutz. And I am so grateful that with all of those things, everything that he has walked through, how he has got, like, honestly, how he was brought up, I feel like, God is so good. He's just such in the details of everything. I shared this on our very first episode, but I used to always joke with girlfriends and say that I, my future husband was someone who loved Jesus and can throw a football and Jonathan was the quarterback of his football team. So come on, Lord, just doing all the little things too. Um, his family is incredible. I can't wait to now be officially a part of the family mm-hmm. and you're going to be a part of the big Filipino family and we just need to spill the tea now. So I think on the last episode, I explained a lot about our story, like our love story. Um, but I'm sure the girlies are dying to know. Wait, hold on. We we hear a lot of you, Cece. We want to hear from Jonathan's perspective Sheesh. what that love story is all about. So give us just 
if you met up with your best buddy that you haven't seen in a while, who's Cece, bro? Like, how did you meet her and how are y'all engaged mm. now? I like that question. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Also, I can't, I'm sorry I mentioned this again, but I'm so awkward right now with my hands. I'm used to talking with my hands and I can't really do that. You're with, not awkward. But with this mic, I can't move my hands like I normally would. Go. If you see my Instagram, you know what I mean. I talk with my hands. So, um, yeah, if I was describing our story, who is CC to a friend or somebody I just met. So I guess just a year ago, um, I was I, one of our friends, mutual friends, Reagan. If you listen to the other episode, you heard about her. Um, but I met her through coaching. So she is also a health and nutrition and fitness coach. Um, really, really good person. Amazing coach as well. Um, and I got to know her pretty well. She was living in Nashville at the time. Um, and she was actually moving back to her hometown. And she was going to come to the belonging for the last Sunday, I believe, before she left. Something to that extent. Um, and on that Sunday... She had a few friends that she caught in the lobby before leaving. And uh, those two friends were Jay, which is our mutual, very good friend. Um, and Cece was obviously the other friend. Um, and that moment really didn't do anything, right? Like, I <laughs> yeah. just met her that Sunday. Wait, you didn't, like, go home and, like, say, oh, my gosh, that girl is so gorgeous. And, like, I I did not. Enough. I didn't do that. I didn't. See, <laughs> I I'm not that person. I didn't go home and journal about it. I don't know if she did. Um, she can tell you that much. But I met her and Jay. Obviously, I was like, oh, look at this beautiful girl. I thought she was Hawaiian at the time because her, <laughs> if you look on her Instagram, she has pictures of her and her family in Hawaii. I was like, oh, that makes sense. She's Hawaiian. <laughs> looking looking fine. But, um yeah. <laughs> Fast forward, I don't know, was it two weeks? It's got to be two weeks after that. I go into church with my friend Erin. Hopefully she's listening as well. She'll probably share this. Um, but Erin was going to church with me at the time. Really, really good friend. She was actually at the um, proposal yeah. right after with my family. So she's like super close friend, essentially a sister to me. She was at church with me. Um, we went to sit in our normal spot, which was on the left side of the church. And we just happened to sit directly beside Cece. And I did not even recognize she was there um, until, you know, when the pastor does the awkward stand up and shake a hand. And yeah. I turn to the right and Cece is literally right there. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I literally just met this girl like, I don't know, two weeks ago. Um, so that was just a little moment. And then after that, Cece, or after the service, Cece invited me and Aaron to go out, and I straight turned her down. <laughs> not you really. did not. not. Don't get it twisted. Not fully. I didn't turn her down. <laughs> but what did happen was we were busy and we couldn't go, so that is actually what happened. Um, but uh, I think at that moment I followed you. So at some point, I followed her. You on, followed me like months ago. Okay, I followed her at some point on Instagram because of Reagan, once again. Um, and I obviously met her on that Sunday. And then I met her two weeks later, um, just randomly in church. Obviously not randomly. That was a God thing. But yeah, um, yeah so leading after that, I believe I was posting on my Instagram story. I think we, we liked each other's stuff back and forth. And then yeah. I posted on my Instagram story. I was walking at my favorite place, which was, was McCabe Park, um, which is a beautiful spot in Nashville. Great golf course, mm -hmm. which I love to run and walk at. And I was walking there and Cece slid in the DMs and was like, <laughs> will you marry me? And no. I was like, not right now, but give it a year. Um, so, <laughs> so actually she did 
respond to that story and was like, oh, I love that place. And I was like, oh, why don't you go on a walk with me sometime? And she was actually in, where were you? Italy. She was in Italy with her friend Jasmine for a her bachelorette. Her bachelorette. Yeah, yeah, so really cool there. Um, but I was like, yeah, well, once you get back, let's go on a walk. So once she got back from Italy, we went on a walk and we walked around McKay for like an hour, an hour and a half. Just, you know, it was a great conversation, great walk. Um, and then, yeah, just from there, I, I don't really, I after that, we went on a date. I asked her to go on a date. We yeah. went and got, uh, what did sushi. we go? Sushi, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because we both love sushi. Yeah. We both and then after that, food. just You didn't pay seamless. for my matcha in between, remember? Oh <laughs> yeah. That, that's a true story. We did go to a coffee shop a few times. The very first time we went to a coffee shop. I did not pay for a matcha. Guys, if you're listening, don't do that. Pay for pay for the matcha. Because they will go home and think, oh my gosh, he didn't pay well, for well, my matcha. The thing. He didn't Here, like No, me. here's the thing, though. I pay for her stuff from then on. <laughs> you do. Every single time. I don't know what happened then. I think the fact was she walked in front of me True. and went and ordered, and it wasn't like we're ordering together. So that was the part where I was like, oh, she doesn't want me to pay. Something to that extent. It okay. wasn't me... I'm not paying for you because yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. I would do that. Um, but yeah, that's the story. That's so good. I love our story so much. Just for context too, a little bit of my end of those first initial moments. I want to share this because I want to make sure that the person listening right now that hopefully, I mean, I pray to God that you're just encouraged. Like if you are walking in singleness right now, that you're encouraged to pray, like pray at every corner. When I met Jonathan, I, when he followed me like months ago, I think it was May. And then we met in August, something like that. It had been a bit, but I remember creeping on your page and I was like, mm, he's cute. Who's this cutie? And I was like, like here, then you would like myself. We played that game for a little bit, not much. And I remember meeting you and I was like, oh my gosh, this guy is like way cuter in person. Not that your Insta doesn't make you cute, love, because you are cute, but wow, in person. Wow. Look at this face. Um, but I remember thinking that and I remember going back home and I was like, God, if there's anything to do with this man's, I pray that you would open the door. And if not, I pray you'd close it. And that has been my constant prayer throughout our entire dating. And so, oh, shoot. Um, that's funny. That's, <laughs> we actually just got, uh, Cece got a call from Jay that I just mentioned, our friend. Yep. I'm just going to put, I call you in because he might try to call again. Yeah, that is so true though. Pray into pray into the the person you are looking, looking for. to be your partner for life. Yeah. yeah we pray. could have a whole episode on like we things could. that we were doing That's in true. the time, you know. But maybe later. There's a lot of time ahead of us. And also tell your mama to pray. My mama's been praying. Your mama has been praying. Eva's been praying too. Um, okay. So anyhow, I was praying <laughs> two weeks. Um in between those two weeks, I just said one prayer and I was like, make away, Lord, like if it's supposed to be anything and then released it. And I remember walking into church that Sunday when we sat together, I had this Holy Spirit stirring that I was supposed to sit by myself. And I have really great guy friends who I love so much, but I had this feeling of like, I'm not going to find my future husband if I keep sitting with my guy friends because it's me and my guy friends. And every time we'd meet people, they'd be like, Oh, are you guys? And I'm like, oh my gosh, no, they're my best friends. And so I was like, sit by yourself. So I literally sat by myself and that's when I met Jonathan. And so I think that those nudges are things that we cannot ignore because it's just a part of his divine plan and his divine appointment. So I love that story so much. And 
literally ever since then, it does feel like every week we would get dinner and coffee and all the different things. And then one year passes and you're on a knee. So hello. Boom. Boom. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Um, okay. So now is the moment that you guys have been waiting for. You're like, Cece, we're 15 minutes in. You still haven't talked about the engagement story. Um, we needed to give you a little background to set the stage because this engagement was truly like everything that I could have prayed for. It is wild. And I am still like this happened one week ago, y'all. And I still have several moments where I'm like, was that real? Like, is all this real life? And, um, honestly, just such in awe, like during quiet time, every single day this week, I've just been like, every detail, God, like you have been a part of every detail. And I am trying so diligently to like journal about everything because I want to be 55 and 80 years old and be able to look back at everything that I wrote, like, holy moly, like he did that and he's still doing things today. And so, um, now explaining the story. So it is Sunday of last week and Jonathan just acts like it's a normal Sunday. Mind you, we've been talking about engagement for a couple months leading up to this. Like, all right, future. We've had conversations about marriage. I know a handful of people on Instagram are like, were you surprised? I was surprised in the sense that I didn't think that it was happening that Sunday, but I wasn't surprised that he was on his knee and that we we're going to get married um, because we've had these conversations again. That could be a whole other topic for a whole other episode. Um, but it was a typical Sunday. I <laughs> I keep sharing the hair piece, but truly it was like day three hair. And like for the girlies that are listening, you're like, okay, I I get it. Like she wasn't trying to do anything. You know what I mean? Her hair was nappy. Uh, no. <laughs> People are going to think you actually think that. I'm, I'm just joking. I'm serious. I'm joking. This is I, I would have never known that she didn't do her hair. It looked incredible as always. The, Thank you. Um, Filipino hair. Yeah, that's true. It holds curls really well. But um, anyhow, did very simple, minimal makeup. And I was wearing my black jeans that I wear so much that they have that natural fade that I kind of still like. It's a vibe. And then a simple brown sweater, you know, and I walk out of the apartment that morning. Jonathan walks upstairs and we're literally matching. But this isn't the first time because this happens so often where we literally see each other and we're like, what the heck? We're matching. But uh, after that, we go to church. And again, I'm just thinking that this is a typical Sunday. And then all of a sudden, in the middle of service, our friend Lindsay texts both of us in a group chat. And she is like, hey, guys, I recently just sold a dresser. I need to have it moved, but I broke my rib. Is there any chance that you can swing by here right after church to help me move it? And our girl has been moving and going through it. And we have tried to just help her every time that she has moved. And so um, when this text came up, I was like, oh, awesome. I remember a couple weeks ago, she was telling me that she was trying to sell her furniture. So I'm so glad that she sold it. I turned to Jonathan and I was like, you good to go? Like, we're going right after here. And he's like, yeah, for sure. Like, we can go right after. And I'm like, okay, great. So text her back. Yep. We'll jump right there, right after. On our drive there, she's texting me and she's like, thank you guys so much. I can get you coffee. And if there's one thing about knowing how to get to my heart, it is from a specialty coffee will get you straight to my heart. And so when she said that, I was like, oh, Jonathan, we could try the new coffees at Honest. She was actually pumped no, about I that. And I was like trying to contain myself. I you was probably like, were like, little do you know. I was like, wait, are we actually going to get the coffee? I 
was, we still need to get the coffee. Yeah, we never tried the coffee she wanted. I know. But anyhow, I'm going up into her building. She just moved into a beautiful high rise in downtown Nashville. And there's this coffee shop that just opened right underneath. And so I'm like, all right, let's get the specialty coffee. Let's go upstairs. Let's help her move this dresser. And then let's go meet up with the guys for brunch. Like, and then go to work. Like, just our typical Sundays, you know? And so as we are meeting up, we're going up the elevator. I quickly realized that we're getting pretty high. And I was like, huh? And I was like, Lindsay, what floor are we going to? And she was like 29. And, and so in my mind, I was like, oh my gosh, this girl's like, is she rocking penthouse now? Like 29th floor, come on. And so I was like, so set you guys on this dresser. So I'm like waiting and anticipating her to walk up to a door and then swing over her apartment door. But we're walking down this hallway and little do I know she's trying to distract me from looking to the right where our friends are. But she shows us pictures of this Preds game that she goes to the night before. She's like, oh, look at this Preds game that I went to. So I'm looking at her phone instead of anywhere else while we're walking, quickly distracted. And we turn the corner and I see a bunch of natural light poking through. And I was like, that's weird. It feels like the door's open or something. We turn the corner. I see this proposal set up. And for a split second, y'all, I think that it's for someone else. I literally was like, oh my gosh, someone's getting proposed to. And then as we're walking closer and closer, that's when my heart literally just like feels like it falls out of my chest because I realized that Nervous by John Legend is blasting, which is a song that we both love so much that we played a bunch throughout our year of dating. And Jonathan like grabs my hand, walks me closer and closer to the moment that my friends help curate and set up. And it was a white rug with beautiful white flowers behind it. And they created like a little aisle of greenery. And before I know it, I'm like quite literally like outside of my body. I don't know how else to explain it, but I like was there, but not there. Like I, you were on your knee and I just was shook. I didn't, I, and you tell your side of it. I was so overwhelmed. No, that was, that was literally it. I guess, obviously I had the other side of the story, which was, I knew what was going on the entire time. Yeah. So I woke up that morning hoping everything would work out as planned. We're in church, obviously. She has no idea what's going on. Lindsay texts us. Actually, rewind a second. I was like waiting for Lindsay to text us. I haven't oh, really, really told you that. I was like, when is she going to text? It was like 20 minutes until church was over. Oh. So like I thought she would text before church or like right as church started. It was like 20 minutes until church was over. So that was like, oh, shoot, is she going to text? Does she forget? So that was my thought. And then obviously she texts. So I was like, yep, there we go. And I kind of had to put my acting skills on in the middle of the church. Like, oh, yeah, let's, let's go help her. really good. I was like, yeah, I guess we can go help her and then go straight home. So that was great on my part. That was good. Good Pat acting. On the back. I'm not an actor, guys. So I mean, Kudos. there might be opportunity there. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, we left and I thought this was funny. She kept asking the guys like, what are y'all doing for lunch? What are y'all going to do after? Like, what are you what are you doing after we get coffee? Because so I was really wanting was to really hang. About lunch. She was like, let's go hang after, <laughs> which I was like, they know what they're doing. We know what they're doing. So um, yeah, we go, we're going up and everybody asked me, was I nervous? I was not nervous until we started going up the elevator and I realized I, this may be bad. I had not thought about what I was going to say yet. So we were <laughs> yeah. going up the elevator and I was like, shoot, I need to figure out like something to say here. I, <laughs> and truthfully, when we got to the, the actual proposal when I was on my knee, I didn't know exactly what I was going to say. I just started talking and I blacked out so I couldn't tell you what I said now. 
she blacked out as well. Didn't yeah, say I really did. a word. I didn't. And then I did ask her, will you marry me? So I did say that statement. I do you remember guys, that. I don't even remember him saying it. Like, I remember one line you said, and you were like, the past year has been the best year of my life. And I was that, like, that's what sent me in tears. That was the first line. Oh. And then she just, she just <laughs> then, forgot. Then she after that, out. I was gone. <laughs> yeah, she was gone after that. And I did ask her, will you marry me? And then, yeah, I that was yes. it. And then, yeah, you you can tell the story about, you know. Everybody. Oh, the friends and yeah, stuff. Friends so and yeah, um, you guys, again, going back to the little details, I know it sounds so like surface level, like the whole quarterback thing and um, the loving Jesus thing is not surface. That should absolutely be your number one priority. Um, but there are little things that a girl dreams about, right? And so even when it came to a proposal, I remember our girlfriends, you probably are similar too. You have so many sleepovers and slumber parties. Like girlies just think and dream about this day. And, um, I remember sharing with some of my best friends, Taylor, Jamie, Lindsay, like Ash, all of them just, Oh my gosh, I just would want a view. Like that would just be so cool to have a view. And then of course there's the and, right? And a photographer would be really cool. And if it was on video, that would be really cool. And if all of my friends could show up and be there um, and we have like a mini celebration immediately after so that we can be all together, that would be really cool. And how good God is and how great Jonathan has been is just intentional with asking like my friends, what, what has he talked about? And then too, like executing it all together and shout out to all of my friends who helped too. But they quite literally like brought my dreams to life. And I feel so, so grateful. And I'm still swimming in the gratitude of all of that. Um, really trying to like digest it and not ever let it get lost on me. Um, but yeah. So literally right after we had our moment, Lindsay was like, let's get a couple pictures. And her photos are incredible. I still need to post so many of them on Instagram. Um, but every like after that, it was 15 minutes, a group came out of my best friends. And then 15 minutes again, another group of people came out. 15 minutes later, your whole family from McEwen literally showed up and then more friends. And then Aaron came and it just was like, honestly, a rooftop overflowing with love is what it felt like. And for the entire time we were up there, I still was like, oh my gosh, is this happening? People are like, how do you feel? I'm like, I'm not here. I don't, it doesn't feel like I'm here. This is so crazy. Um, because usually I'm the person who's like planning and trying to surprise. I love doing that for my people. And to be the recipient of that, I, it's happened, I think, once before when my Guia came here and I did not know that he was coming to Nashville. Guia means older brother, by the way, um, in Tagalog for those who are listening and don't know that. But that was the only time that I can really recount where I was like genuinely surprised. And so for as long as we've been dating, I really thought that I would know when yeah. you were doing what you were doing. Yeah, I was going to say, too, that was the aspect, the hardest part of it. I was like, OK, she knows this is coming at some point. So I got to figure out how I can surprise her. And obviously we go out like pretty consistently. right? Yeah. But we don't get like dressed up and yeah, like true. get ourselves made looking looking fine you know before we go out and like yeah. if i did it on a friday or a saturday i knew she was going to know that yeah like okay this is the night and 
truthfully, she probably thought it was going to happen. I thought that she would think it would happen the week before on our one year. I thought it was going to be our one year. Yeah, we went to a really nice uh, one kitchen here in Nashville. Really cool vibes. But yeah, um, yeah, I was like, how do I surprise her? Make it, you know, perfect, right? Um, but it really worked out perfect with. Ever, all her friends being able to be there, everything lining up. Yeah. Um, obviously, her friends are amazing as well. Shout out to Taylor and Jamie and Lindsay for for doing everything. They helped me out so much. Yeah. Obviously, but and people just being able to change her schedule was incredible. Obviously, amazing friends uh, doing that. But yeah, it literally worked out amazing. Where I was actually able to surprise her. So that was the one thing I knew she would love to be surprised and have amazing people there. So yeah, those were like the non negotiables when I was setting everything up. Like, okay, we gotta somehow surprise her and get everybody there so which i was going to make sure that everybody was there even if i didn't surprise her yeah the, the people probably mattered more than the surprise for sure i figured so for sure yeah and then taylor shout out taylor really helping me out with the ideas yeah you did so good <laughs> um yeah and obviously like the moment was the moment but now it's like i think i've heard so many different things when it comes to wedding advice and marriage and all of that but truly really recognizing that like okay that moment was the moment and that was like our start race and even then it was just like the the warm-up before the start race because the start race is the wedding day it's not like the day but just the start of what god gets to do in and through the both of us in our relationship and so um I don't want to cry on here today and I'm, this is not our vows. So I don't want to have a a whole moment. (laughs) No crying. Also in talking, talking about crying, she did not cry near as much as I expect her to kind of hurt my feelings a little bit. Not really, but it really did not hurt my feelings, but I did expect her to cry a lot more. I think she was just like in shock that everything was happening and everybody was there. So she was like, no, not crying. Cause if you know her, she's a crier, but I'm a crier. (laughs) <laughs> she's a lover she's a, a crier but I'm a uh, lover and yeah. a crier um no I didn't cry as much because it didn't feel like I was in my body but when you said that one line that's when I remember the tear falling because that hit everything else after I was like I can't feel my body right yeah. now if you see the pictures as well you can she has a picture of her like crying and there's yeah, like the a tear te- there's a literal tear right here yeah, um so good but I was gonna say something else and I'm blanking um that's that's a story. That's our engagement story. Yeah. Oh, we got to go to lunch after lunch, brunch after to celebrate. They oh, gave yeah. True Food Kitchen. Shout out. It was out. a full day. It was yeah. a full day. We went out, amazing meal after. Yeah. And then we got back to the her to Cece's apartment and she just had to obviously contact all the girlies and all her friends. Oh so my gosh. She I was like working essentially. <laughs> Not really. She <laughs> yeah. was obviously excited to do it, but she was like calling everybody. It was like a a task no. list of people to call. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And you got to explain the story and, you know, give the whole lay down. But um, I feel so grateful that I get to do all that because it just means that I have that many people that love me so much, that I love so much, that uh, just want to celebrate and do life with us. And that's the part that really wrecked me. Like, obviously, the biggest is that I get to literally marry Jonathan Lutz and become Cece Lutz. Wow. Wow. That has a ring to it. <laughs> Um, what did one of your friends say? It sounds like a professional figure skater. CC lights the figure skater. <laughs> it kind of does. Um, but that was obviously the biggest part where I was like, dang, all of these prayers have come into fruition. And I can't believe that I get to do life with this man for the rest of my life. Like, 
thank you, Jesus, you know, and then looking around the room, like the rooftop and just seeing the people. That's what always gets me every time. I'm like, when people move their schedules around and make time and drive up and bring things like to me, that is so much of what love is because it's making a way where sometimes a lot of people will say that there is no way they just find a way and they make time. And like I share on here all the time, like time is our greatest gift that we have on this side of heaven. And so when people give me their time, when I'm able to give people their time, my time, I think that that's like the greatest act of love. Um, in my opinion, like you guys plugging in right now for 31 minutes, you've been listening to us. Like, thank you for your time. Um, it just means so much. So it's cool that, uh, I was thinking about this as we were prepping and as I was getting ready today, I was like, dang, this is going to be recorded one time. And we can listen to this when we're 20. 30, 40, or not 20, sorry. I don't know when I said 20 that. Years? 20 years from there now is what I meant. 30 good. years from now. <laughs> good, good, good. Um, and beyond. And then like future kiddos could listen to this episode. That just blows my mind. My mind. But that is our engagement story. Hope you enjoyed. I hope that was like explained well. Yeah. I, I mean, I really... thought it was pretty concise. Okay. Okay. I'm like great. all the details without being here for an hour. Okay, great. Um, I thought that it would be also sweet to kind of pivot the way that we end this episode. As you know, if you've plugged into that joy at all, um, then you know that with every guest, I always ask the question, what does joy mean to you? But since Jonathan has already answered that question on episode 25, shout out, go listen to that one. Um, I thought that it would be cool if we both answered, what does joy in a relationship look like? So mm. Jay Lutz, take it away. Yeah, I was not prepped for this. I so know. if you need um, a bit, we could. Let's think here. Um, when it comes to joy in a relationship, Obviously, I think it's I don't think it's too much different than just joy in general. Um, I think joy in a relationship is trying to even in the hard times, still finding ways to like make it make life seem more light. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Like, I don't know exactly how to explain that, but um, I think it's easy to be joyful obviously when things are good yeah so i think the the joy in a relationship comes in knowing that like even in the hard times at some point you're gonna get through it and it's gonna be better right yeah. so finding that joy that excitement the energy the gratitude for life when things aren't going exactly as planned or yeah. maybe when the other person is not feeling amazing or you know in maybe some state that's not ideal Still trying to find uh, the gratitude to pull through for that person. That's Is that so a good, good answer? That's really good. Hmm. You do that really well. I was going to say, I feel like a lot of people um, who listen to that joy, obviously you listen to me majority of the time speak. And so a lot of people don't get to see like the behind the scenes of who Jonathan is behind his Instagram. And obviously his Instagram is very fitness forward because that's what he gets to do. Um, but for just a little glimpse of behind the curtain. All right. So the other camera died, but you know what? This is a word. You got to pivot a lot in relationship on the camera. When the camera dies, what are you going to do about it? How are you going to work through things together? I think you answered that so beautifully because I think um, a lot of people don't get to see the behind the scenes. But what I was saying was that I um, 
majority of the time when I'm out in public and when I am obviously recording, um, I probably am more outward and excited and joyful from like a worldly view, I guess you can say. But when I am home, when it is just Jonathan and I, and there's no cameras or recordings or anything, I retreat. And I think that's my moment to like charge more. And so I'm not as like uppity, I guess you can say. But I feel like you show me what it looks like behind the scenes to be more uppity and to be like the excited one. And I feel like so much of how you show up in that way fills me up in my retreating that I am able to go out and pour more. And I was just talking to best friends about this. Like you can't pour from an empty cup. And I feel so fortunate and like, I say this all the time, but truly that I feel like I hit the lottery when it comes to relationships. But now, especially with a fiance who is as kind and as loving and as selfless as Jonathan is, um, I feel so grateful. So I guess to answer the question directly of what does joy in a relationship look like to me, I think you show me this. And so it reminds me of this and to do this more, but it is to die to yourself every single day and to put the other before yourself and obviously Jesus first but then your partner second and like that's not saying you're neglecting your own needs you're not taking care of yourself like none of that is what I mean I think y'all know what I mean and it's saying okay selfishly I want to do this but I know that that's not showing the other person love so instead I'm going to do the thing that shows the other person love even if I don't feel like it and you do that really really well thank you you're welcome you do as well I try. I try. Okay. So that is our engagement story. If you've hung around, you've seen all the different angles and moments and hopefully feel encouraged that, heck, I am 28 years old. I know a lot of people get engaged when they're 21, no matter what age you're at. If you are in the waiting, I just pray to God that you are encouraged, that God has a plan that is better than anything that you could ever ask, think, or imagine, and that his plan is going to be beautiful because he writes beautiful stories. And um, we get to be people who live that out. And I'm so grateful for that. So Jonathan, uh, if people are like, okay, love his vibe, where wow. can I hang out with him? How can I get to know him more? Will you tell the people where they can show up for you? Yeah, let's get real basic here um, <laughs> with Instagram. Sorry, I don't yep. know what I just did there. A little, <laughs> little pause thing. So um, follow me on Instagram. Obviously, you can find my Instagram on CC's account, but I post daily, sometimes two times daily. I'm in my stories a lot, um, trying to give as much health, fitness, mindset advice as I can that I think is going to help people. Uh, If you want to take a further step into improving yourself, whether you're single or whether you're not single, but um, specifically for people who are single, I think you've talked about this in other episodes about improving yourself while you are single, working on yourself. I think a big part of that is your health and your fitness, becoming the best version of yourself so you can show up for a partner in the way that you um, want that partner to show up for you. So if you want to improve your health, if you want to just feel better, um, be better from just a holistically health perspective, obviously I would love for you to reach out. I do online nutrition and fitness coaching, all things in between. If you're interested, we can do a little special That's Joy podcast discount. I I haven't mentioned that to her, but if you reach out, I will give you a That's Joy discount 
So make sure to, to mention that you're from her podcast, but would love to obviously help you. And yeah, so follow me on Instagram. I am I'm posting on TikTok right now. So a little bit more content on TikTok than Come normal. On. Um, but yeah, she'll put those in the show notes. And yeah. one more thing. You're a podcast host. Oh, I forgot about Come the podcast. On. If He's you follow a podcast me, host. Yeah, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see all of it. But I also have a podcast called Health Minds, and I post every Monday and Friday. So I'm a two-timer now, uh, two times per week with an episode. I think it'll help you out a ton. Yeah. I think it's going to bring you a lot of value. So please tune in and, yeah, yeah share it with your friends. Share it with your, your mom, your dad, your boyfriend. Yeah, literally everyone. Yeah, but so I So we get a it. code. The code's That's Joy. Just I mean, you don't need a code, but let's, that's it joy. It sounds cool, you know? That's joy code. Come on, we get our own code. Oh my goodness, <laughs> first code for the pod. Wow, no, but actually it is. Um, but every, to speak to that, obviously I'm incredibly biased, I'm sure, but um, the amount of value that this man get, brings to the world is next level. Like he is the most hardworking person that I know. And so anything that you follow that he just mentioned, I know you're going to gain something from it. I have learned so much in the last year and to speak even to what he was saying, if I didn't do that very thing that you said, I don't know if we would have met because I would have never met Reagan. And like, obviously God has his plan. Um, but it was an active choice that I made uh, mm -hmm. a little over a year ago was, hey, I know that I know what I need to do, but I know that I'm not. So I'm going to reach out to a coach. And Reagan happened to be my coach through that season. And Jonathan happens to do the same thing. And so if you follow him, listen to his podcast, find incredible value from it. Heck, reach out because I highly doubt that you will ever regret making a choice to say yes to a better version of you so that's all, right. all for that um we could make that another episode but we won't do that because we've taken up your time we are so so grateful for every minute that you have listened no matter where you're listening to right now um we have people all over and I'm just so grateful that of all the places, of all the podcasts, you clicked play on this one. If there's a certain part of this episode that you loved, or if you're like, whoa, you mentioned that one thing, you guys, can you make another episode on that topic? We want to hear what that is. So shoot me a text to 615-813-4813 so we can share that. And if you're not following me on social yet, you can follow me at C-C-A-L-B-O-N-E-R-O -E and That's Joy the Podcast as well. If you've not yet subscribed, subscribed, rated, or left a review for That's Joy, you can do that by following on Apple or on Spotify. Um, and it does wonders for podcasters. So if you listen to Jonathan's, do that too. Um, and friends, I'll never leave an episode without saying if you have even the smallest desire to meet the creator of the universe, or if you've already been saved, but you're not really free, I want to invite you to sit at the table of plenty with me and so many others. I'm telling you there's abundance here. There's an overflow here and there's so much joy here. I'm here to tell you that God is for you. All you have to do is invite him into your heart right now. He's waiting for you. He wants to meet with you. And friend, I'm so proud of you. If you just made this decision, I'd love to know you. Shoot me a text to that number in the show notes so I could pray for you. I love you. God loves you. Jonathan loves you too. And until next time, we'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me.